I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. to Laugh and Learn. With, I'm your host, Flame Monroe, and my wonderful camera guy, Kendall, is right there, and Lauren will be joining us soon. Oh, Kendall, this is loud. Can you turn it down a little bit for me, please? 
And thank you guys for joining us today. I know I'm a little bit late because I couldn't. Ooh, I got on my Gail King hair and my Whoopi Goldberg moo moo. I'm giving y'all a combo. My name is Gil Goldberg. <laughs> yes, I have on my. I'm, today, my name is Gil Goldberg. That's Kendall. See, y'all ain't never seen Kendall. See, y'all seen Kendall today? My name is Gil Goldberg. Mm -hmm. Work with me. Thank you guys for joining us here on Laugh and Learn today. I hope you guys can see me well and you like my Gil King hair. This is my newscaster hair. When I give me a job, when I go on The View, speaking of The View, my boss, our boy, was on The View this morning, Charlemagne the God. Um, yes, this is my Fantasia Lamore caftan. She made it in like four hours, two hours. Shit, I don't know. I ain't finna show off for y'all. Y'all will see it on the video. But thank you guys for joining us here on Laugh and Learn today. We are going to have a very interesting show because there is so much going on in the news. And I see my flame mats coming on in. Come on in, flame mats. Come on in before Lauren comes in. I want to tell you guys thank you that we are back in studio because we have had a hectic two weeks. I know Kendall was like, if you don't bring your ass to work. But we have also taped Laugh and Learn on Riverside. So you can listen to the audio if you go to the Black Effect Network. Under, I mean, if you go to iHeart under the Black Effect Network, which is, uh, or you can listen to Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast at, because we have had two weeks off. I was taping an audio book. Mm. My lipstick is smeared. I never put my lipstick on, right? I was one of those kids who could never color in the lines. That's how I knew I was going to be special. Mm-hmm, I said it. And uh, we are back, and Lauren is back. She's on, she's on a business call, but she'll be joining us in a minute. And it's lots to talk about. The audio book is done. The name of the, it will be released at the end of August, and the name of the book, the name of the book, uh, the name of yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. That's how you express your, enunciate your words. The name of the, the name of the book is Don't Nobody Give a Shit About What Happened to Carlotta. And there's so many layers and components to the book. I want y'all to listen to the story. And so I narrated the book. It was the most challenging work I've had to do in a very long time. It kicked me in my butt. But I won because I finished it. Ooh. Y'all ain't paid me yet, but I did finish it. No. So thank you guys for joining us here today. Today's topics are so much going on in the world. I want to start with the story I saw in Tennessee of the police stopping a young man. No, I don't want to get that heavy. Let's let's start light. That's too heavy to start. I don't want to start heavy. Let me tell y'all what's light. So Thursday, I did an interview with Fox News and as well as uh, NBC Speaking about the sanctuary of comedians on stage and us not being censored with our words. And, um, you know, they clickbaited and made it like it was for Dave Chappelle. But I was like, this was never about Dave. This was about all comedians not being censored. When I'm on stage, I'm worried about remembering what I'm supposed to tell y'all. I damn sure don't want to remember what I'm not supposed to tell y'all. That's too much work for me as a comedian. I'm trying to make the people feel good and laugh. So when they interviewed me about how do I feel about comedians being censored and what's happening in the world? My first go-to was, well, make this make sense to me. Make this make sense to me because here it is. It took me five years to get out of high school. I didn't even go to college. I graduated. It took five years to graduate from high school because I was being a slut. I wasn't going all the time. Anywho, I did graduate with, with the next year's class in June with everybody else. And I am not a rocket scientist, but make this make sense to me. If my First Amendment rights is a right to freedom of speech, religion, and to challenge the government, and my Second Amendment rights is the right to bear arms, you tell me that as a working comedian in this America, I can say things on stage that make you laugh, think, cross the social and racial boundaries, 
um, challenge your thought process with critical race thinking, make you feel good about yourself or sometimes hurt your feelings, but you still leave alive. And that an AR-15 who has one purpose to kill and everything in his path, because bullets ain't got no name up. You tell me words get more weight than a bullet? Explain that to me. You know, Fox wasn't going to show that. Because I've heard of mass shootings every week, every other day, there's a mass shooting. Have you heard of mass laughings taking anybody out? I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking for all the comedians because I ain't never heard of a mass laughing, killing nobody. But mass shootings happen every day. They kill children, old black people, babies, white folks, everybody. Mass laughings just make you laugh. I'm asking y'all make y'all make y'all express it out to me because maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm not the brightest bitch in the world, even though, you know, I'm the smartest bitch on the planet. Um, y'all like y'all like my Gail King. Y'all liking my hair. This is my news hair. You thinking it's Maryland? It's a little dirty blonde for Maryland. Maryland was a white blonde. Yeah. Explain that to me because and I knew Fox wasn't going to show that because, you know, it is Fox News and the NRA. You, I ain't got to go no further. Y'all know what it is. It's just ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Right. Maybe make your stomach hurt, but ain't nobody dying. And so the Fox guy was like, oh, my God, that's great. It's great the way you put that together. I said, well, would you air that part? He says, so I'm only a cameraman. I have no say so over who. So they did what they wanted to do, which is no issue, we, which is no issue. But you just make shit honestly and 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 real. And so I and then they, I never mentioned when we were talking about how what happened with Dave Chappelle, because let me explain the story to you guys. So Dave was doing a concert in Minnesota and the name of the club was um, First Avenue. It's a legendary club. It's been around for many years. Prince actually started there. So three hours before Dave sold out a 15,000 seat arena, 15,000 seat. He sold it out three day, three hours before his concert. They canceled it. Because they got backlash from people on the internet. Uh, they were getting, oh, we got some. So here's my dilemma. You let 25 or 30 people hiding behind the internet who got probably got a fictitious name, fake fake profile, all of that, who don't patronize, who probably has never bought a ticket to anything to tell you how you can and cannot run your business. Somebody's stupid and it ain't Dave Chappelle because they what Dave Chappelle did, because you have to remember that as a performer or artist or entertainer, without an audience, without a crowd, you're nothing. He took his show right up the road and honored those people's tickets and made them know that they were worthy and that he respected them as his peers and as his as his fans and as his followers, that they, their money was important. I thought it was the dopest thing I've ever seen. And when I grow up, like I said, I want to be just like that because I want to sell out 15,000 seat arenas. And if you try to pull the plug on me, I want to be able to take my show up the road to satisfy my audience, satisfy the people who support me all the time. I thought it was a bad move on First Avenue's part. I thought it was very unprofessional. And I thought that they didn't think that out because if you had an issue with Dave about what he did on the closer, then what you should have done was not even accepted the offer to have the show there. You could have stopped that in the beginning. They can't cancel Dave. Dave is uncancelable. Un uncancelable. Uncancelable. Is that a word? Uncancelable. <laughs> is that a word? Uh, is that a word? Uh, oh, I can't say it either. Uncancelable. I had to ask, um, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, they full of it. They were full of foolishness, and uh, it just didn't make any sense. But I'm glad that Dave showed that professional because the show must go on. That shows professionalism. That shows how true you are to your followers and your fans and the people who keep you relevant. Because you could be a huge star with no fans and the one nobody know you a star but you.
He proved that wrong. Second, let's get on to this January 6th hearing. I am so sick of these bull crap and lies. First of all, we want to say rest in peace to uh, to Ivana Trump, who lost her life. They say she, well, it's, she fell down the stairs, apparently. And uh, she was an older woman, so she lost her life. Rest in peace to her and prayers to her children, her family. But this January 6th shit, I'm sick of it. Y'all got all the stuff y'all need. Put some charges on this man so that he cannot run or, and or hold public office. If he going to do jail time, fine. If he ain't, fine. I don't care about that. I just want to make sure that he could never run for public office again. And what y'all need to know, Trump ain't the scariest one to win. The scariest one to win is Ron DeSantis. That's the scary because guess what? Ron DeSantis is not stupid. Okay, pay attention. Please pay attention. And you see the closer and closer we get to November to to, to 20, 2024 elections, they just keep coming up with stuff. New variant of uh, coronavirus. Monkeypox. Now, um, what is it? Polio. Polio been cured since 71, 72. And now it's back out again. More and more going to come out the closer we get because I don't know. My conspiracy, my conspiracy is I don't know if they're trying to scare black folks to not go vote because, you know, we get nervous. I ain't going to vote. I don't want nobody touching me, sneezing on me. Or if it's just some BS. I'm telling you now. Woo. It's a scary, scary time in America. It is really a scary time in America. But I want to talk about the young man. He was 23 years old. I don't know his name. If y'all know his name, say his name. Um, he was in Tennessee and he was stopped at a traffic violation, black man, of course. And so he was afraid he drove his car home, you know, and he ran in his house because y'all think that we run because we're guilty. We don't run because we're guilty. We don't run from the police because we are guilty. We run from the police because we are afraid that a traffic violation will end our lives because it has happened many times before. Meanwhile, y'all got mass terrorists shooting up schools and shooting up grocery stores and y'all walked them to the police car unscathed with no kind of backlash. So he ran because he was afraid. He got to his house and shut his door. Now, you know, legally, you're not supposed to be able to enter somebody's house without a search warrant. He had brandished no weapon. They never said he had a weapon. They kicked his door in, chased him up the stairs and beat him all in his head and everything with billy clubs. Oh, it's all on the Internet. You can go see it. This is what I'm talking about. And they think that there's not a war on people. Listen to what the, 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 the police chief in Mississippi said. There was a police officer, a police chief in Mississippi. He publicly said, he said, and they had him on record, said that he had 13 murders in his whole career. And he shot one nigga, his word, his words, not man. Y'all know that's my word, though. I shot one nigga 119 times. And y'all don't see what's wrong with this country. Y'all don't think that we need to get out and vote and make some changes. Some real changes and stop falling for this foolishness. And they keep smoke screening us and distracting us with bullshit. Well, we arguing over pronouns and who got what and who ain't did this and who ain't did that. And meanwhile, my people, my community, who I, I sometimes love, sometimes I don't love. But this is what y'all have pushed us into with all of these pronouns and subjected everybody to with all this how you identify because I told y'all from jump, you can identify as whatever you want to. I don't have no issues with that, not what none whatsoever. But this is what's foolish right here. Let me show you this. This is disrespectful to any woman alive. Listen, counsel, with the overturning of Roe versus Wade, what is happening now is you are limiting what I can do with my vagina. First of all, you dictated where I could take a number two. You try to tell me that, oh, I couldn't go to a woman's restroom. But now you have Governor Abbott saying that I can't go to the bullshit. 
That is a full-on man, let me just say it, biological man. I don't look like he ever took a hormone in his life talking about now he can't have an abortion. You took away his uterus. You got a penis and testicles. This is what I'm saying. Y'all have chased this down to now. Anybody can identify as anything and say anything they want to be. That's a mockery and a slap in the face to biological women who can have babies and who want to have abortions. That is real, Jamaica. Don't tell me that shit ain't real. That is real. That's real. That's absolutely real. This is where y'all have put us in a corner. Y'all have boxed people into a corner to say how they identify. That's how why two women are pregnant by a transgender person, by a transgender woman right now in New Jersey that was in jail that looked like a full-on man. Baby, please. I'm telling you right now, it is the scariest shit, <laughs> child. Woo! We living in some strange, crazy times, y'all. Real dangerous. Let me bring a flame at on talk while I'm waiting on Lauren. And I'm not up for challenging an argument today. I'm up for discussion. And first of all, let me let me go a little bit further and say hats off and thank you to Big Frida. Because Big Frida, Big Frida um had a conversation. She's on the show right now, College Hill on BT Plus, and she had a conversation with Slim Thug. Somebody who probably she would never encounter in her or somebody he would probably never encounter in his day to day life. And they had the most adult conversation to just show the differences of people, but that we, we are so much more alike than we are different. And I thought it was the greatest thing. And if what I did did that and took it somewhere else for somebody else to do it. Well, so be it, because I love that Big Freedom had a bigger platform and made it wonderful. If we can all pull that off, woo, it would be great. Hi, Oh, you loud. Turn your turn your microphone down some. Turn my microphone down. Is that better? Uh-huh, because, girl, you was loud in my ear. Ooh, you came on excited. This is Cass, Cassandra Carnes, ladies and gentlemen. She also has written a book because, called Identity Crisis. You can uh, get it off Amazon. It's pretty good. She's a flame at. Cassie, what you think about what's going on? Oh, prayers to Joe Biden. Joe Biden tested positive for COVID, but they say he's doing much better. He took the Paclaville. Is it called Paclaville? I have no idea. Mm, so he's doing but you know he's better. the president so he gets the supreme supreme you know um medical health care so he's gonna be all right yeah but 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 misha that was my biggest issue too he up there screaming he a woman lgbt but he got on the african daishiki nigga knock it off <laughs> let me say that one more time nigga knock it off and if anybody's offended by my words this is my page shit what was you what was you gonna ask flame I was going to ask you, what do you think about what, what all is going on? Did you see the story about the young man who got shot? I mean, he didn't get shot. The police chased him home and beat him. I, I didn't see. I heard you talk about this story. And it just, I'm afraid. Anytime I see an officer, when I go to my local, and I ain't even doing anything wrong. Anytime I go to my local store, there's always an officer at the door because it's constant uh, people who are on different types of drugs and have mental ability you know stuff going on with them so i'm afraid when i just see you in the local stores so you can imagine what how we feel when you're up behind us even if we didn't do anything wrong so it's just 
it's scary times that we're in. It's just really, and it's sad. It's sad that so many people are having to bury their fathers, their sons, their daughters, Little. because they're scary. And and we don't run because we are illegal. We don't run because we are doing something that we're not supposed to. We run because we are, of the fear that we may not make it home just for a busted taillight or an expired tag or I didn't put my turn signal on because I may get an irate, a hateful, racist-ass officer to come up to me to say, do this. And if you talk to me crazy, I talk back to you crazy. I know we're supposed to, you know... Stay, keep calm, keep your same temperament. I might not want to be to keep that temperament. You will raise my temperament disrespecting me, talking to me mm -hmm. like you ain't got no goddamn sense because I'm grown. Mm -hmm. and it's, I, it's, it, and sorry, I think they, I think they purposely do that to some people to antagonize, to ignite that, you know, let me get you pumped. Let me get you charged. Well, I'm going to fail the test because if you yeah. talk to me crazy, I'm going to talk back to you crazy, especially if you're younger than me, you respect your elders. And the energy that you put out is the energy you're going to get back. So if that officer is having a rough day and you're already scared, then when he's portraying that energy on you, it just elevates the way you're already feeling. And it's just, it's just, it's not good. It's just going to, it's going to boom. It's just going to, you know, so if they can stay calm, we could all stay calm. We could work through it together, but nobody's calm. Everybody's on edge and everybody, there's so much going on in the world and this is just topping it off. It's like the, the cream of the cake. Ooh, it, it it is frightening. Oh my God, Gail is here. I'm Oprah. I'm I'm Gail. Oprah is here. Oprah just made it. Hi, Oprah. Hi. Oprah just made it. My BFF. You know, Gail. Love, Oprah loves to say Gail is her BFF. <laughs> Hi, Miss Lauren. Hi, Cassie. My issue with that, that with that person who went up to, to speak to the council was that it was so disrespectful to actual women who can have abortions and who are in critical situations where they want to have and you stand there talking some your uterus did, did y'all talk about the dashiki yeah, we, uh, that was my biggest oh, issue okay because that was that was my problem <laughs> that was my problem my prob it was the dashiki for me I said like, wait a minute what kind of cultural appropriator oh thank you Kendall that's perfect what kind and of how he even got up there to even speak to me is the problem you can clearly look and be like uh, mm, okay come on now can we get you know so the whole thing is just a well the disrespect is that it's a slap in the face to women because you're making a mockery of what women are fighting for, challenging, and you let this man come. And it's clear. I don't care what he says he identifies as. This is a clear, full-on nigga. Let me just say how I want to say it. Coming up there to talking about his uterus, I can't even have an abortion. You sure in the fuck can't? If God would have gave you an immaculate conception himself, nigga, you wouldn't have no abortion because you weren't going to get pregnant. That's a balls and penis. But this is where my community to me, the ones that's all got up in a hoopla have push the world into you got people identifying the stuff they don't that they really don't even relate to just to have a platform or a forum it's it's out of, it's out of control it is out of control uh lauren you say what child i just got here i'm trying to catch up but no I, based on what y'all are talking about i was actually very offended um by i don't know who this person is so i don't want to you know they don't know what it was because they thought they had or anything like that. But it was just crazy to me. It was really the dashiki and then the head wrap that I couldn't get past. And I was just like, this white entity is just appropriating black culture. And then to start screaming, it really felt like, you know, it, a mockery was just made of what we're really going through. You know, we just had a 10 year old girl who had to travel to Indiana to get an abortion because she was raped. You know, it's like, it's not funny. 
so or for something for you to make a mockery of so you can get your 10 minutes of you know social media fame so i was more so still offended by the dashiki incognito or ho that was not a trans man that was a full-on born man i didn't get it so balls and And penis Come on, Cassie, what you say? I agree with you, uh, Lauren. There's a lot of things that are going on now in the media that people are just trying to get their five minutes of fame. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, they're just doing a lot of bullcornness, and it's just wild. Mm-hmm. LeBron James said it best. The internet has made everybody famous. He's a billionaire now. Mm-hmm. I love LeBron. And apparently he's like the cheapest person ever. I love that for him. Really? I heard he is like super cheap. I saw an interview that he did with Carmelo Anthony and they were like, if we're in a space that you got to pay for Wi-Fi, guess who's not paying for some Wi-Fi so their phone going to work? And LeBron raised his hand and said, absolutely not. I am cheap. That's why he a billionaire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Anyway. But on the flip side of him being cheap, he does a lot for people. He opens schools. He does greatness for children. He donates a lot of money to help kids get through college. So sometimes it's okay to be a little tight at the restaurant as long as you flourish somewhere else. So. It's, it's, it's frugal. I agree. Is frugal. it frugal? Frugal. Frugal. Yeah. frugal. Look yes. at me. Now, she said cheap first. I'm just going to know what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is loud. I'm loud, Lauren. Turn me down, please. I'm real loud in my ears. I think you're getting older. I am. And pretty. <laughs> I had a birthday of, last week, y'all. Yes, it is. I made 39. Mm, ish. Don't say shit. I said Uh-oh, ish. Start Don't say shit. I said shit. ish. <laughs> gonna, thank you for having me, Flame. Thank, thank you, Cassie. Bye, Cassie. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Before you got here, we talked about, um, I talked about the young man uh, in Tennessee where the police, he was stopped at the, by, on the trying to traffic violation. Mm-hmm. And it was no, like he had no incident or nothing. He might've had an expired tag or a, a failed to turn signal or whatever because they never did give out all those details but he drove home and got in his house and shut his door they kicked his door open no warrant chased him up the stairs and beat him and people were like well he should have never ran we don't run because we're illegal we run because we're terrified that that might be our last encounter on earth because I don't know who I'm going to encounter at the traffic at the traffic stop I don't know what kind of day you have I don't know what kind of racism you hold within your heart I don't so I would yeah. run too I yeah. don't fault him for that. I do fault them for kicking in his door with no warrant. Yeah, I think it's the the fight or flight response. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, especially people who are not black, they don't understand the actual trauma or fear that we have when we get pulled over by a police officer. You know what I mean? And especially on the heels of you just had Jalen Walker in Akron, Ohio, who was pulled over for a broken taillight. He was shot. 60 times but 90 bullets came at him you know what i mean so i just don't think that the world or the society understands the actual like psychological trauma that we as black people black women and men alike experience when you get pulled over by a police officer because now too like when i get pulled over the first person i call is my dad yeah and i'm just like just stay on the phone with me i just got pulled over this is what's happening i do that myself because when i first moved back to you know la what maybe like seven years ago i was targeted by the police a lot because the type of car that i drove and i was young so it's it's real so i think that you're absolutely right for them to chase him into his house and kick him and beat him well what was the cause for a taillight are you are you well they never even disclosed what it was and they didn't they never say that he brandished a weapon or anything they just he went home because he wasn't a he was i don't think he tried to get home because he was trying to get away from doing something illegal i think he was trying to get home just to be i'm like i'm safe safe. exactly yes and y'all keep missing that and it's interesting that you said that lauren because you do drive a nice car but you look professional even when you out you look like a businesswoman so that you're a black woman and you drive such a high-end car even when you were younger Mm -hmm. that that's crazy See, I never even thought about it from that capacity because, you know, I look like a hood rat all the time driving my car, but and got, I'm completely legal. I got pulled over three times within a week by Highway Patrol trying going to work and coming home from work to the point that my dad got so mad he was about to go raise hell up in Highway Patrol because and one of the officers actually told me, oh, well, you fit the, you fit a description of somebody who's hijacking cars. Mm I told y'all they when they don't stop me when they stop me they don't see trans they don't mm-hmm. see gay they see this beautiful black hue and it bothers them. And to make it worse, too, one of the officers officers like once he ran my plates and everything, he goes, "Oh, you actually own the car? Like your name's on the car?" <laughs> duh, I would say a uh, duh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh like I said, people don't understand this type of trauma that we experience when we get pulled over. Oh, by the, the young man was a DoorDash driver. Oh, just like Jalen Walker. Hmm, okay. That is that is I'm telling you right now, if we are living in the most and then I I do believe that you get the officers. You can be calm. You can be complicit. You can follow everyone. I will have my, my license and my insurance and, and my registration right there when you get there and put my hands on the steering wheel because I'm I'm fifty years old. I know what to do. So but then I get an officer that comes who got an attitude, who wanna mm-hmm. let me see. And that and if you talk crazy to me, you 
raise the temperament of how I'm going to speak back to you because afraid I am, but terrified I'm not. She hid. I'm going to say what I got to say. And then it escalates. And then that's what they need. They need that reason to make it something else. Oh, they got aggressive with me. And and I don't want to be put in handcuffs. If you ain't in my bedroom, I don't want to be put in handcuffs. Because speaking of which, did you see uh, the new law that the Arizona governor is trying to pass that says that um, if you are a bystander um, you're not allowed to film police unless Within you're eight, eight feet, feet away. Yeah. Right. So what happens when the police comes towards you as you're filming? There's there's a lot of loopholes in the law. So yeah, it's, it's basically just trying to one, you know, it's a cover up regarding body cam footage and people getting recorded and being put out on social media. But they're really doing all. Well, Arizona was like one of the first states to do stop and frisk and those sort of things. But um, they're really trying to, you know, cover up this uh, corruption in these police departments. It's crazy. Arizona's still trying to flip and say Trump won. Y'all do know that he lost. We two years in and yeah, he lost. He about to lose a bigger if January 6th, if the DOG come on, DOJ come on with it. And hats mm-hmm. off to Liz Cheney. You know, Lauren didn't change. Start tuning about Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney didn't got on Lawrence. Good side, y'all. Oh, you know, it's hard to get I on. I haven't changed my mind. My tune about her but i will say i'm glad that she's doing the right thing is what i will say she was still a trump supporter when he first got in office like i said he she just uh trump went a little too far right for her and now all of a sudden she was like oh maybe this isn't right so she's got her moral compass all of a sudden so kudos to her but i still ain't a little cheney fan so anyway Y'all get it right. Y'all make sure y'all register the vote because it's getting closer, 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 closer and closer. Hi, THPNB. I see you. <laughs> that's my friend. That's Al. I call it. That's his nickname. THPNB. J- yeah. Trump just had a rally in Arizona the mm-hmm. other day. We saw that. He, and y'all keep coming and he keep baiting the race. Have y'all seen the new January 6th text? Well, you know, the the um the Secret Service, for some reason, deleted tons and tons mm-hmm. of text messages from September the 5th and 6th. Well, they... Or January the 5th and 6th, They I'm launched sorry. a criminal probe into that. So I'm curious to see what happens. But, you know, Trump is about to hold his first rally in Washington, D.C., either this week or next week, and it'll be the first one since January 6th. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I'm seeing reports that he's on the verge of trying to announce his run for 2024 uh, for presidency, and it's simply because he's trying to quiet, you know, all of what's going on regarding January 6th. So he's trying to create a diversion. Lots of diversions going on. Mm-hmm. Tons of diversions are going on. Starting with, ain't this the same pre- ex-president who was, where's the emails? Where's the emails? Here's my thing. Where's the text messages? Well, that's a secret. I mean, and for Secret Service to be deleting text messages is like is, is kind of a big deal. Lauren, that's so. how you know we they all in on it. it, mm-hmm. it, it we're fighting such a losing battle. And until good white folks, let me say it again, that's in power. That want that's sick of it and want to make some changes, decide that they sick of it and want to make these changes. We're going to be fighting this fight a minute. Well, I'll say this, too. I also think that people underestimated the power of Stacey Abrams because all of these white folks that were doing illegal things behind, you know, behind the scenes, I really think that they thought Trump was going to be in power for another four years mm-hmm. and they had nothing to worry about. But then you had the people like the Stacey Abrams that came and turned Georgia blue. And then, you know, Michigan went towards Biden, Pennsylvania went towards Biden. A lot of those swing states, he wasn't anticipating a lot of those, you know, black folks that turned out to vote despite mm-hmm. all of the gerrymandering efforts I that they did. I can't see you. Get a try ass over here. Child, my, my chair is next to you as close as it's going to be. you just what? taking up the whole frame. I took my a shower. Goodness. I'm clean, girl. Goodness. Good. I'm looking at my black and white bouncing off lean. your black. Ooh, coordinate. Are coordinate. we coordinated? You got see, coordinated. I got on my gill hair, you Oprah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> but I got my whoopee outfit. <laughs> 
I'm Gail Goldberg today. Gail Goldberg. <laughs> so. And, and, and we talked about Roe versus Wade a few weeks ago when they overturned it. They just, 151 Republicans voted against gay marriage. Yeah, I saw that. And some of them, I watched Pete Buttigieg yesterday speak about the whole thing, and he had just had the meeting. Why are you laughing? Because it sounded like you said Buttigieg. Did I say Buttigieg? You did. Buttigieg. Thank you. Buttigieg. Y'all know he liked booty, but you it's heard Buttigieg. that too, right? It wasn't just me. <laughs> See, that's how you that know she's been saying that behind closed doors. <laughs> now you know what she's been saying behind closed doors. That's why I looked at you like Pete Buttigieg. There you go. <laughs> had a meeting with a bunch of them. And uh, he said he had just left the meeting with them. They conference and talk, and they voted against him. He is openly gay. He's married to his partner. They just adopted some kids and have children, and they're against it. I'm telling you, you don't even know who's in your corner or who's not because he was like, I had just had conversations with some of these people, and they voted against. They voted against gay marriage. But y'all, I told y'all, once they opened that can of worms with Roe versus Wade. Everything was up for for bid. And anything that Obama touched with his magic golden finger, they're against. Well, they tried to overturn Obamacare as hard as they could, but it was so airtight they couldn't do it. That's because he was smart. I just feel like it... I feel like people become very naive when it comes to Republicans. And I'm like, I just need y'all to wake up. Republicans, if if they're going to do anything, they are going to stay on brand. They are going to stay on brand. They will not deter from it. You know, you may have some of those anomalies here and there, like um, the governor's race in Pennsylvania. I don't know if you saw that. The person that's uh, the Republican nominee for governor, he's a little too far right. And he had like the three percenters walking in the July 4th parade with him. Mm -hmm. So there's like nine former GOP uh, state whatever's in Pennsylvania that came out and actually endorsed the Democratic candidate. So we are seeing things like that happen. But overall, the Republicans, I'll say this again, they stay on brand. So no matter how many conversations you're going to have with them or how bipartisan you think you can come on an issue, they're still going to stick to their agenda at the end of the day because they got to appeal to whatever base that they have left. So we, we, we have to rally together and vote as American people. We got to stand together. And you know, there's some crazy extremists out here. There's some extremists out here that want what they want because they don't know who they are. So they follow their beacon of hope, their beacon of light, their beacon of light. The light is dimming. Mm. Their light is dimming. It's no longer orange. It's about to be locked. <laughs> I'd be glad when they do it too, because I'm sick of it. It is... <laughs> but I will say there is some silver lining because what I hope is especially with all of these Republican nominees that are potentially running for president. We got Trump. We know Ron DeSantis is most likely going to run. And then you got Mike Pence, too. You know, the Republican strategy of how to break up votes on the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it's going to backfire in their face because they have these individuals because Mike Pence is I'll always say this. He was more dangerous than Trump. I'm glad that he got to be the vice president and not the president because he actually knew the law. Trump didn't know anything. Trump's stupid. Still don't. Ron DeSantis, he's young. He knows the law. He's too is also dangerous. So I'm in Florida, y'all keep voters, him over the there. Y'all just keep him in Florida. Just make him the governor again. Shit, y'all mm-hmm. like it. Keep him over there. Gavin Newsom is not running for president right now. He's enjoying California I way need him too much. To say my governor, so <laughs> we need to back away from Gavin Newsom yeah. right now. We just voted for him. California is a state that I'm telling y'all right now. We are not like the other states. Child, everybody want to move here? Yeah, Gavin Newsom, but you can't afford it because it's too damn high. Gavin Newsom covers all the bases for everyone in the state of California. You know, he started running ads in Florida. 
basically saying if Florida's too screwed up, you can come live here in California. Ooh, did y'all hear that? Same sunshine weather, same she lovely weather, no alligators. And we ain't got hurricanes. And no alligators. <laughs> And no alligators. (laughs) And we got Disneyland. And all of our little furry creatures play with everybody. Did I tell you I just went to Disneyland and felt old as hell? Lauren, you're not 20 anymore. I know. But still, it hurt. Like, it hurt. (laughs) Going to Disneyland hurt. She getting older, y'all. She don't know how to handle it. Oh, my God. It hurt so badly. I was getting on, like, the Matterhorn and shit. I felt like a damn rag doll. I had bruises the next day. Florida, please do better. Because I'm telling y'all right now. But we have Earthquake Bobby. Yeah, but we also got a good governor. Mm -hmm. I take an earthquake every blue moon than a dumbass governor every day. Ooh, life is a trade-off. Let me just say that. Life is a trade-off. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to trade in one thing to get another. I traded in some. Look what I got. Hey, (laughs) I traded in my old moo-moo. I got a new one. (laughs) Lauren, what else were we talking about today? We, I, I missed the first part of the conversation. Oh, yeah, so what yeah, have yeah. you discussed already? Oh, we, and I did give a shout out to our boss, Charlemagne the God, who was on The View this morning and did great. He was so good with his politics this morning. Mm. I was so proud of Shasha. I said, go ahead, get me on that, Shasha. <laughs> I need to argue with Whoopi and Joey. Mm, you love uh, The View. No, but So what did you guys talk about already? What did we talk about, Kendall? We talked about, um, oh, we t- I talked about that ridiculous person in texas that went up there talking about a uterus and all that mm-hmm. crazy foolishness i was here for that part yeah and we, well i talked about that even before you came out and i yeah we talked about the police incident but we i was waiting on you to get so we can get to january the 6th because that's what's most important right oh, now Oh yeah let's talk about it and uh it is just unfolding right in front of our faces and i'm seeing like bannon when y'all showed when they show the videotapes when Guilty. they were talking about oh it's going down tomorrow so many people involved from the Secret Service to to police to Republicans that were involved in and knew that some of these people's lives would be put on the line. Had those rioters, insurrectionists, gotten to some of these uh, officials, I believe they would have killed them. I believe they would have killed them. Trump put out Mike Pence. They were screaming, kill Mike. They were screaming, kill the vice president of the United States. If that ain't treason in our face. I must be Stevie Wonder Blind because that was right in my face. You said Steve Bannon. Guilty. Oh, <laughs> guilty. Um, I know he's only facing like up to two years in um, prison, but I just want to circle back to that really quickly. I, I think that it's fantastic that Steve Bannon was found guilty because that also sets a precedent and sends a message. Um, so like on MSNBC today, mm. they were compa- comparing, excuse me, his guilty verdict to like Jenny Thomas, for instance, and how she's kind of refusing or telling the committee they need to further justify why she has to come before them. So they're talking about reaching a subpoena where they just need to subpoena her for her to come. And, you know, she can decide to try and skirt that if she wants to but look at what happened with steve bannon so um that was definitely a win i would say on the committee's front but um in terms of the overall committee it just seems like it's a a slow progression of things they're really trying to get enough evidence together so that way they have this airtight case and i really hope that they do it before november i know the next hearing is not supposed to be until september but i hope that they get something substantial in the next hearing in September and also too I need Merrick Garland to grow a pair of balls I'll say that publicly <laughs> Merrick Garland grow some balls and Josh Hawley did y'all see Josh Hawley run when they cornered him he ran like a bitch I chuckled uh, I see what I say. He ran like a bitch. Did you see Matt Gates talking about uh, some of y'all couldn't have an abortion because you're too ugly for somebody to have sex with? 
you do understand you are on you are a pedophile. You were sex trafficking seventeen year olds, but you got something to say about what somebody looked like and you couldn't fuck nobody your own this is laughing learn. Let me say it honestly. You couldn't fuck nobody your own age, so you went after children. That's a pedophile. What state you live in? The Manny Petty state? Y'all know what that is. He is. He's a part of Florida. Is he a part of Florida? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaks volumes, don't it? That's not to say that everybody in Florida, because I love some Florida folks, but y'all know which ones I'm talking about. They got a whole trailer park of pedophiles in Florida. Yeah, they do. They do. They have. They put them all together. I bet you better not let your kids go to the playground over there. You know what they call that pedophile park? R. Kelly land. <laughs> I wonder if I should go. No, I'm not going to go there. Ooh, Ooh go was, there, no, 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 no. Go. No, no, no. Well, I'll just say this. I've gotten some new information and is that it's interesting because some of these like child parks in different, you know, states across the country mm-hmm. at nighttime, they turn into these little orgy locations. Did you know that? No. Yeah, it's becoming a thing. Like with the kids or with grown folks. No, no, with the, with the grown folks. There, it's basically like a, a childhood park during the day where you got kids there, and at night they're like orgy locations for for the grown people. Mm. It's very interesting, and you know what? The way the monkeypox is spreading, that's not safe. Yeah, that's what we were going to talk about. The monkeypox. Oh Lord, that's all I hear about every day. What you want to talk about? Monkeypox. I, I, what I well, let me tell you what I don't like the the the, the rumor that they're spreading. I don't believe that it's a gay man's disease. First of all, let me it's say not. that. Well, first of all, monkeypox is not a sexually transmitted disease. And Lauren works for AHF, I so she knows plenty. And but that's that's what they have put out. Oh, it's mostly amongst gay and bisexual men. That's the same lie they said in the 80s about AIDS when it first hit. It was only affecting gay white men that went to bookstores. So I was like, oh, shit, I don't never go to no bookstore. So I'm good. But then some of my black drag queen girlfriends started catching some of my black trans sisters and there's so many gay men. And I have lost hundreds. Hear me hundreds of friends to AIDS because they were told, we were told, and this was 1980, I don't even know how old I was when it first came out, they were saying that it was a gay man's disease. You couldn't catch, 81, you couldn't catch it unless you went to bookstores and you were white. Mm-hmm. We believe that and then look at babies, women, it just started ravaging the community and then of course it ravaged the uh, African American community more than ever. So mm-hmm. that's the new that's the new lie that they're putting out. Oh, it's a gay man's disease. Tell yeah, it, Lauren. You not, work for AHF. Yeah. So what we know now, and by the way, we're it's still developing because the scientists don't know everything. But this is a a variant per se of smallpox. So monkeypox, in essence, it is a skin to skin disease this is not a sexually transmitted disease that has not been confirmed as of yet and also too as of today there are actually two confirmed cases in children so it's not men who have sex with men or gay men that are it's not just targeted to that group there are heterosexual people that we know that have monkeypox now so far the rates of infection are higher in that group as of now but it's not like took Flame's point, it's not a gay man's STD. It's no. it, that's not what the the facts are. And like I said, it's still developing, so we're still learning new things every day. And by no means am I a scientist, but we, you know, with my job, I do work with doctors. We do have um, quite a few people on our staff that are in the public health sector. So this is what we're learning as of now. It is a skin to skin. Um, transmission of this disease and it's not an std to be specific so and for anybody out there that's considering cheating 
You're going to get busted. Your ass going to be walking around here with a tail and scratching. I'm telling you right now, it might make you rethink cheating. Like, remember the movie, uh, uh, what was it, Fatal Attraction? Who? Yeah. I, and this is just, you ain't even got to have penetration. It's just skin it's to skin. skin to skin, yeah. So, you, baby, you might want to rethink oh, everything that look good to you. <laughs> you might get yeah. some bananas. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, supposedly another way it is transmitted is through semen, supposedly. Mm. But again, the science is not all the way there. It's still developing. Um, but it's it's a lot of cases. I think there's about at least 11,000 cases in the country, if I'm not mistaken, as of this weekend. Or maybe it's like nine. But it is uh, definitely um, growing. So, child, stay safe out there, y'all. And polio that was supposed to have been absolved since, what, 72? Yeah, is back. 50 years later. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, let me tell you what I'm thinking. Let me tell y'all what my this is. This is no reflection of iHeart, Black Effect Network, or Lauren. It's my shit. The closer we get to the election, the more and more diseases gonna get released. And I would say released, not pop up, released, because you know how we are as Black people. I ain't going to vote. I don't want to catch so and so. This is how we are. They're using any tactic that they can, in the words of the late great Malcolm X, by any means necessary, to keep us from voting. And Lauren has always has always said from day one since she's been here, if your vote was not so important, why would they fight so hard to make it sure that you cannot vote? You guys better pay attention to the distract. Put on your hazmat suit. Put your mask on. Put your gloves on. Go your ass to the polls and vote. Because they're going to try to cheat. They're going to do everything they can to make it go their way. We can't have it. We losing on all ends. They in the police forces. They in the secret service. They in the White House. They everywhere. And it's just it's it's a weird time right now. Like, you know, they say like every hundred years a pandemic is supposed to happen. So when COVID came about, everybody was saying, oh, it was time, you know, for us to have a pandemic because we hadn't um, had anything this big since, you know, the 1900s, I think, with uh, influenza, because I don't want to call it the Spanish flu. I think that's inappropriate. Um, But. I don't know if this is like our time and we never thought we would be at this point in our Mm -hmm. lives where we'd be experiencing all these diseases and things like that. But it's just crazy. Like I said this last week, it feels like we're in an apocalypse every day that I wake up. There's a new disease that's happening and that's something that's so painful or detrimental to your health. So child, I take my vitamins and my D3. Apparently vitamin D3 helps to deter COVID and other diseases. So make sure that y'all stay armed with your vitamins. Oh, I guess a little. It's 1,000 uh, milligrams too. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's a crazy time that we're really living in. And there's another uh, variant of COVID too called BA5, which is supposedly worse than Delta and Omicron together. So just please stay safe. It's, it's crazy times we are living in, to say the least. I just spoke to comedian Coco Brown. She called me to tell me thank you. And thank you to the comedians that have reached out to me just to say thank you for standing up for comics. I, I hear you and I appreciate it. But Coco Brown said... Uh, I'll answer that question. Okay. Coco Brown said that uh, she had the new variant. She said flame and she's been vaccinated mm-hmm. and boosted. She said flame it knocked me on my yeah, I've ass. Heard the same thing. And she said quickly, like in a day. It put her down for like four days. So please be careful. Wear your mask, social distance, new shit keep coming out. We don't know how you catching what, but from what we know that you can catch what, I ain't stopped wearing my mask. I have I ain't been so reluctant on the spring, but I just stacked up on like nine cans. Your child just walked in and she sprayed herself. So you got your kids trained yeah. very well. The kids know because well. we don't yeah. want that. And I and I worked and when I recorded the audio book, the young man that I was recording with, he caught a cold or something. I was paranoid as hell. I was spraying really this were. man and woo 
calling me at the end of every day. You were like, Lauren. <laughs> Baby, if I Lauren. test positive, I ain't going back. You do that book with somebody else. It is, it is, you have to protect you, whatever that entails, whatever that means. And I know family, friends, whatever, but you don't never know who has what. Yeah. And they still have not told us the full on how you get it. So yeah. just protect yourself because every day is some new shit. And I'm scared. I don't want that shit. I had, the, I had Corona. I don't want it. I whooped her ass though. Somebody in the comments asked it was the eighth crisis is uh, biggest COVID. Now, like I said, I'm not a scientist, so I only know what I've you know read and have to do research through my job. But um, it's interesting. You know, AIDS is still not considered uh, the AIDS crisis is not considered a pandemic. It's considered mm. an epidemic. So for those of you that don't know the difference, um, a pandemic means it's on global proportion. Epidemic means um, it didn't have a global effect, which we know is not true when it came to AIDS. So the fact that, you know, some people still say it's an epidemic kind of lets you know a little bit about that. Um, but at least domestically, um, there's still at least, I think, about a million um, people that are living with HIV and don't know it. And then wow. not in treatment. So it is still very prevalent. You know, people think that AIDS and HIV is a thing of a past. Um, you absolutely can live a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, as long as you're on treatment and you take your meds and you go and you see your doctor. Um, it's not a death sentence anymore. But globally, um, I would say the impact or the need for um, medicine is still there because it's m more so a crisis on the global front. Domestically, we've got, you know, opportunities for you to get in care, but globally, the the level of care is not there. Let me ask you a question, Lauren, about HIV and AIDS and AHF. Mm -hmm. Um so with the pills, because I, I see the commercials all the time, the big Tarvi and the uh, prep and all that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that gave people pause to be like, oh, I can take a pill and I'm going to be fine and healthy so I yeah. can have unprotected sex and just go for it. Yeah. And I think that's a big misconception. So people think that they can get on like Descovy for prep or any, you know, there's different prep drugs. People think they can get on prep and that they're fine because basically prep is a, a variation of an HIV cocktail. So that way it helps to reduce uh, transmission. Mm -hmm. But what people forget is you still need to wear a condom at the end of the day because prep is not going to prevent you from getting STDs. You know, syphilis can make you go blind. You can still get chlamydia. There's still other things that you other STDs and STIs that you can get mm -hmm. while still taking prep if you don't choose to wear a condom. So that's why we always say. Um, at my job is that if you're on prep, you still need to wear a condom. I got, and condoms go hand in hand. I got some friends, very healthy right now, and been living with AIDS for a long time. And they, the blue pill is the lifesaver. That's what she calls it. My friend said the blue pill is the lifesaver. She takes her blue pill every day. And she's been living with AIDS for about 25 years. Even Jamaica comes on here and talks mm -hmm. about publicly about having AIDS and surviving and going through so much. But because of the medication, it makes people look like Oh, AIDS is not that important because there's no medication for fucking coronavirus. But every day it's a new damn uh, uh, um, vaccine they want you to take. Now it's a monkeypox vaccine. It's going to be another polio vaccine. Yeah, That's a lot. That's a lot to ask of people. You already asked people to take two shots for coronavirus. Now two boosters. Now another boost. Good. That's a lot to be injecting in foreign particles to be injected in people's body. I'm not saying not to do it because, you know, you want to protect yourself. I'm just saying you asking a lot of a human being for me to want to put all these foreign particles in my body that you honestly don't know how it's going to work with me because everybody's body chemistry is different. Some shit may work plus, some shit may work minus. Well, and, and I, I do agree with that um, because I even have 
friends that I do work with too that are HIV positive and I've heard horror stories about them going to see a doctor and the doctor just switching up their medication and not really giving just cause of why they're switching up the medication. It might be because, you know, we have these PBMs, which is pharmacy benefit managers. I'm not going to get into all of that, mm -hmm. but they're hiking up drug prices. So it might cost them more. So they're going to prescribe you a cheaper drug because it saves them money, but it has adverse effects on you. So wow. that also goes towards the healthcare aspect of always advocate for yourself. I've said this publicly, all of my doctors are black female women because y'all understand what I'm going through. I don't want a white male doctor that's going to tell me that my, you know, my pain tolerance is higher or I don't need this or you don't need that. Or you don't I'm, want a white male doctor telling you that he can't get an abortion. Right. <laughs> Did y'all so, catch that? <laughs> so it's important to advocate for your health care and to research and to ask questions. So never be afraid to ask questions. Thank you, Lauren, because I tell people that all the time. You can yeah. challenge your doctor. If you don't feel Absolutely. like something is wrong or something don't feel like what he's saying or she's saying to you resonates with how you feel. No, no, it's OK. No, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't feel that. I don't know what you're saying mm -hmm. because they're a doctor. They're not God. They just adopt and they and can make mistakes. Opinion. And you yep. can always get another opinion. Third opinion, fourth opinion from doctors, especially yeah. if you got insurance, baby. What I got, we got we got a uh, SAG insurance. Ooh, I can go to the good docs. Yeah. And especially if you have insurance and you gotta pay money, you better ask questions and make sure you're maximizing your health care. Because Shoot. a doctor will tell you, Okay, you you we we you just uh tested as diabetic and they give you the wrong medication and it makes you even worse. If you don't feel like that's what it is, challenge that. Not just diabetes, anything. You know your body better than anybody else because your body will alert you when some shit is wrong. Yeah. Your your own body will tell you when some shit is wrong. You need to pay attention to it. And it's I mean, and just like me, I don't get flu shots. We're well, praise the Lord. Now, see, we agree shots. on that. We see? do. We do. I don't get flu shots. The last time I got a flu shot, I was 12 years old and I ended up with a stomach virus. That's when I knew that wasn't for me and I didn't need to do that. And honestly, when I stopped getting flu shots, I stopped getting sick every year. I would get, it would be very random if I caught a cold. So, to your point, do what's best for your body. People may not agree with that and they're like, oh, you need to go get a flu shot. No, I don't. I'm fine. Yeah. That's what I got vitamins for. My children are 19, 18, and 15, and I'm going to publicly let y'all know that they have never had a flu shot. And guess what? They've also never had the flu. I took a flu shot in 92. It put me in the hospital for nine days. I don't know what it did to my body, but it almost took me up out of here. I ain't never had one since then. Yeah. That didn't make me a conspiracy against uh, uh, vaccines because I've oh, had no. the pneumonia vaccines. I've had, I've had, I've had HPV vaccine. I've had every vaccine. I haven't had the HPV. I'm a little too old for that. If I'm a, uh, well, I had a, I got the HPV vaccine when I was like 12. Yeah, my children have yeah, had yeah. that. But I regretted it afterwards. I talked about that on how I regretted giving my kids that. Why? Because I just did, wasn't sure. And I researched it and waited and waited and waited. But I just wasn't sure about it. And I was afraid with this government because it was, I think Trump was in office at the time. And it made me I'm leery crazy. about it. And that, that was another part of why it made me so leery about vaccines. It wasn't that I didn't trust the scientists. I didn't trust the politicians that were pushing the narrative starting with all the different stories with when corona first hit it was so many different so we talked about warp speed lauren even said that it was starting off with warp speed <laughs> then it turned into it had to be sub-zero temperature then it was room temperature then you could sit out in the sun then it was it was just too many different stories coming from too many different sources that maybe didn't believe and then if it was if it was one coronavirus why couldn't we have had just one pharmaceutical company pushing it why it had to be Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, and I understand that you, how you make money would have that's, you. But well, that's what it is. It's pharma. <coughs> right. People are but it, to get it, the money. it makes people 
of an older demographic like myself who are already leery about I don't want to put this shit in my body think like why it's got to come from all these different sources why it can't just be one you know yeah, what I well, mean well that's that's the that's sometimes the downside of being having to be on you know the cutting edge of technology and things like that you always want to be the first because you get the biggest you get to basically monopolize the market right um, but anyway I'm saying all that to say though advocate for yourself get the vaccines that you think are good for you um sometimes like for the hpv thing for instance my mom too was also very leery about me getting that at such a young age but i'm lucky because like i also have physicians in my family Mm -hmm. so i could pick up the phone and make a phone call and be like hey how do you feel about this and my cousin she is very like you should get the vaccine and she was part of the reasons why a lot of the things that i ended up getting was because of her because she would talk to us about the science behind and you know it's just about advocating for yourself because best believe baby i got a pharmacy in my house i believe in a good drug i do am i working with a crackhead no 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 (laughs) my friends like to call me a doctor of sorts sometimes because trust i got a pharmacy in my house so it is it is important that you do know your body and 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 ask questions about you. You know, a lot of us, especially black folk, let me just say it, we just go with what they say. Oh, well, they're a doctor. They know. They don't always know, and they can Child, make all mistakes. Of us don't feel that way, though. No, not all of us, but a lot of especially older black people. Mm-hmm. Let me say that older. What well, the doctor said, the doc, baby, you can ask questions, challenge. And I found it way more important to be very friendly with with your doctor. I'm friendly with my doctor. I got the same doctor, and we talk like I. Talk talk because y'all know how I talk I wanted this my doctor to be comfortable with me because I wanted to be comfortable with him he didn't see me naked upside down backwards and sideways so he know what it is <laughs> he was impressed he know what it is but we are friends because I, I trust him I can tell him about baby this don't feel right this this don't feel right and don't feel embarrassed or ashamed or afraid he never made me feel like that find you somebody that you can be completely open and honest with so you can tell if I got this certain bump on my neck and I don't understand it or you know whatever your situation is I get this bump on my butt I'm just making for instance ain't no bumps on my butt or on my neck I do have a bump but it ain't there <laughs> You missed that whole joke. No, I didn't miss it. I was just like, Laura, you being nasty today. Okay. I'm being. I was going to say something. But I'm being Gail King. Mm-hmm. You like my Gail King? messy. This is actually a very good wig. I meant to tell you. No, thank you, Laura Hoagie. It's very cute. Oh, and you know, she don't hardly ever give me compliments. So I might have to wear this That's one a little more. That's not true. I don't give you compliments. Don't don't be lying to them. Child, no, they're going to think I'm mean to you. The, oh, she beats me with chairs and everything. You have no Child. idea. I'm, I didn't she want to do the audio book. She put sometimes. a gun to my head. She gets a little unruly sometimes. I didn't want to do the audio book. She put a gun to my head. You see the idea? That is not true. <laughs> the audio book whooped my ass, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for joining us for Laugh and Learn. It was, it is. Um, um, Come on with the word. It is a, one of the scariest. I'm 50 somebody years old. I thought she was 39. Uh, that was earlier. It changed. <laughs> you know, I'm in I'm in dog years. I'm real fast. But this is probably that I can remember my whole life, the scariest time that I've ever lived in. And I'm yeah. and when I tell you, I'm petrified not only for me and my people. I have children. My daughter drives. My daughter is driving a car. So. I don't want her pulled up. I have talked to this girl and talked to this girl like don't. And she's a hothead. She's young. She gets. I want my daughter to be a statistic and killed by a police officer because he lied and said she had a weapon. She has no weapons, but she has her mouth and she she stands her ground. But her standing her ground could end her life. So I'm afraid all the time. I'm, I'm telling you, stay prayed up. I know prayer. Y'all say prayer don't work. Prayer works. Prayer works would work. 
Prayer ain't enough, but sometimes you got to really talk to your children. Tell your children. Avoid every situation you can. I tell my daughter, don't say nothing. Just try not to say nothing. That ain't even always the case, though. You just, we live in scary times, so you stay prayed up. Please be careful out here because there's a lot going on. Please be safe. Don't be cheating out cheating out with nobody because it's skin to skin. It's just touching now. True. I can just touch somebody. And it, have you seen it? It looks like. um They're like lesions basically yeah, on your body. Yeah. And they say they're really painful. Yeah. But the little bumps look like Killmonger and um, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Oh, my God. Did you see the trailer for Black Panther Ooh, too? Oh, my God. I wanted to cry. I can't hardly wait. I wanted to cry. It I look- heard it's really good. I have friends that work at Disney and they've like watched the movie three times and they say every time they watch it, they basically cry. Oh, I can't hardly wait. So but it looks like really Killmonger good. with all the bumps on that. Mind you, Michael B. Jordan with all the lumps on him. That shit was hot. But I don't know if I want no lumps all over me. I don't want the monkey pox, the whoopla box, the elephant box. I don't want none of it. I don't okay. want none of it. So I'm, I'm going to be good. Yep. I felt that saying off that to say, just take care of yourself. Take your vitamins, drink your water, make sure you exercise and just try and stay healthy because oof. If you feel strange, if you feel strange in your internal, go to the doctor. Black folks, y'all know we wait. We wait. I was going to be all right. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed or ain't promised. I was going to talk about Kim Borrell, but it just ain't even worth it. It ain't even worth it. Did y'all see her singing Break My Soul today? She need to make up her mind whether she's going to be in the church life or the or the, or the the secular life. She ain't made up her mind yet. She also ain't made up her mind what's, if she's going to stay fat or skinny. She ain't made up her okay. mind yet. Okay. Well, on that note, here yeah. at Laugh and Learn, we have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to to change your mind we're simply trying to get you to use your mind because a mind is a terrible thing to waste yes so you guys please be stay be be safe be cautious stay prayed up uh avoid all situations if you can don't let nobody bring you no bad news don't invite none of that negativity to your dna it just makes your day worse it makes your day bad but keep yeah. your head on the swivel in the words of tt jan we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you, Flame Mets, for supporting us and keeping us alive right here at Laugh and Learn, where you can download our podcast on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast at. And yeah, you can follow Lauren where? I'm at Lauren Armani H on Instagram or on YouTube. Just Lauren Hogan. Literally only use the platform to upload videos of Laugh and Learn. And you can follow me well on Tell It All, girl. Good um, good. At Monroe Flame on Instagram, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook, um, Flame Monroe on YouTube, and your Flame Monroe 125 on TikTok. I am, and don't follow and Don't Twitter. follow Twitter don't because follow it's Twitter. full of porn. It's all porn. Okay. Oh, my God. I was looking at this one. Good God. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I was looking at Twitter. I was trying to see the comments. We love you all, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame and Row. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.